What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Haas Talks. Joining me in studio today, I've got Kyle Jones. Kyle, thanks so much for taking time to t- chat with me, man. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just happy to be here. I've just been trying to trying to get with you on time to do it, and just uh, now that I'm in town a lot more than often, so I'm just happy to be here. Kyle, I let's just dive right in, man. Like I've known you since you were Kyle Jones, not since the mustache guy. Like I've known you known of you a long time like back in like cowtown kennedale days yep, like yep. and you're originally from kennedale um just like walk us through like how did kyle jones get started in racing and then we'll talk about like the last three or four years like how'd you get the start right 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 on um so just started out in go-karts just like most kids um when i was four years old started running around cowtown and uh, a, a little dirt track called village creek right there and there was a motocross track they built a little just shape dirt track um big enough for go-karts and ran there forever and then um about nine years old eight years old i actually quit racing i flipped my go-kart a couple times and i said hey this isn't fun i don't want to do this anymore (laughs) so um uh quit racing went out one night because my uncle was still involved in it building race cars and whatnot so went out to the track and saw these junior mini stocks and was like oh those those are neat like those don't flip because they've got fenders on them. <laughs> so I was like, I was all into that at nine years old. And, and so Uncle went and checked out what we could do to do it. And he was like, the, the class was 12 to 16 at the time. There was no way. Like, I was too young for that. Talked to the um, the guy that promoted the track. And he said, yeah, you can run as long as you hold your line or whatever. And then just started running that more and more. And then um, about the time I was 12, we were building another car. Um, and... Uh, Jeb Sessoms, Jimmy Sessoms, they had a micro at the time because micro scene started coming around Cowtown around 07, oh, yeah, 06 maybe. And so I was right around that age and they were like, yeah, why don't y'all come do this? And I started looking at it and I'm like, oh, those are cool, you know. And, and I was I was over kind of the fact that I didn't want to flip anymore because yeah. I, I was just a kid when that happened. So I was like, yeah, yeah, we'll look into that. So I drove a buddy's, just hot lapped one and whatnot. And then um. Uh, liked it and then uh, went out and raced one and had fun with it and it was like no more fenders like let's let's go do this yeah. so so did that for a little bit and then just that's where the micro started start days started and then we did that forever and you know got some sprint car opportunities when i was you know 18 and then uh, midget opportunities after that and just just started just started snowballing down to yeah. to where we just wanted to race all the time and just do do open wheel stuff so the first time like i remember seeing you i want to say you were in like uh the zero four was mm-hmm. that your number zero four yep. best deal services yep. Yep. um your cars have always been red yep. Yep. like you had a little red which was your micro yep. and you had yep. big red which was <laughs> the sprint the, car, the sprint car. Yep. and i i just find it funny because your mom is a redhead so i was like was what's the deal why are they call it little red is because of his mom but then i'm like oh no idiots because the cars are red come yeah. on bro yep 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 mom, mom loves loves to give little red and big red a shout out on the, yeah. on the old kyle jones racing page and so your mom is kind of is quite the character like honestly because whenever she comes to the races and she live streams it and everything else she gives her own little commentary every now and then and she gets into right. it like she's like full force all about uh all about your race and yeah. has it always been like that like mom's always been like right there you, your grandpa was a big supporter of yours right if right right yeah uncle grandpa dad yeah. he's, he's been pretty much everything to me yeah. um but um yeah my mom was always been there too mom picked up the camera i don't know what how old am i 28 to 10 years ago probably and um 
really just filmed for a while. Yeah. And then she started talking on it, and she started kind of liking talking, and then she got some comments of people saying, hey, we like to hear you commentate yeah. and things like that. So she started running with it and just got better and better at it, and she just enjoys doing it. She, she just loves racing and loves watching me, and, and it's something that she gets to be involved in as well. Right. You know, she's not just coming to spectate. She's actually involved with it. She has her job. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so she loves it, and I'm, I'm just uh, I'm, I'm happy I have her to be able to do that because that's gotten me a lot of, you know, um, exposure right. you know through through Kyle Jones racing and all of live videos and things like that because we've got thousands and thousands of views on some of that stuff that I wouldn't have had without her right and that kind of gives you another standpoint of how often do you go back and watch races and like rewatch your races like how much time do you spend doing that or are you one of these drivers that like once it's done I don't want to see it I don't want to I'm not there's nothing I can learn from it so if I mess up and I know I messed up. I try not to watch it because <laughs> I know how bad it was. Because I was in the car. I was like, I know I jacked that up. So, um, But, no, I actually go back and watch a ton of that video that my mom does and then the flow does, whoever yeah. it is. And, um, and, and just try to dissect what I could do better or maybe how good the car was at that point. We could write down, you know, that that was a good, that was a good deal for yeah. whatever that track edition was. Um, do watch my mom's videos a lot. I watch them on mute. I can't hear my mom say "Go, baby, go" seventeen <laughs> times and screaming on the mic. So I, I can't do it. I can't do that. So, but um, but like I said, I'm just really appreciative of her and, and just being able to see those videos for sure. It, it helps all yeah. the time. Um, you kind of said you know you you start off in the goat carts, you go to the mini stocks, you do the micros, you go into sprint cars and midgets, and it kind of snowballs. Um, what what has it been that kind of sets you apart as far as a driver that makes you so approachable? Do you feel like like why do you think you get rides? Um, I I, I don't know. I, that's man. I, I feel like I just try to have a good time no matter what. I mean, if when I drive for people, I try to make sure it's not just the activity of driving. It's we're having a good time, laughing, smiling, you know, talking, whatever it can be, having a good time and doing that, and just uh, be energetic. You know, some people get on the microphone and or, or talk to people and they're just real monotone you know they're, they're not you know energetic or anything um i can tell you when i win my first national race i'm i'm probably gonna burn it down like i'm gonna get <laughs> way excited about that stuff um but um just being just just being i guess approachable i don't know i, don't, I really don't know um I, I try to do a good job on the track obviously um but there's more to it than that there, you got to be a, a good person just have fun just, just smiling just i mean i feel like that's what makes you approachable and hey i want to race with that guy i want to hang out with that guy right so this past year 2022 has been kind of a, a weird year, so to speak. Yeah. Like you've you've been in a lot of different cars. Right. You've had a lot of different opportunities, um, and you've been super close <laughs> to getting that first national win. Yeah. Like what? It, what is it that that's that maybe slows you down? What is it that that little push, that little bit of edge? That's going to get you to that first national win. And, and I hate to say it because I don't think everybody says it, but it's, just, it's mainly been luck for us this year. We, we have had the worst luck just with anything because we've had really great runs, like you said, but just terrible results. Like you, you go back and look at the results, but man, we didn't do very good. But that doesn't tell the story of how well we were running until whatever happened. Yeah. You know, we've been caught up in other people's wrecks. We've, we've had malfunctions with, you know, parts failures or just just random stuff. And, and, and then there's been some times on myself, like when I'm trying to just push, push, push and get there, and then, you know, it just didn't work out. But I mean, I feel like you, you've got to race on the edge. You know, right. on, when you're racing the national tour, guys, it's it's you know 100% every every lap, every turn, every second. And if you're not doing that, you're not going to win. Um, I, I don't. I, I think we just keep on trying and keep on plugging after it. And just and we've been close, and it's been it's it's been such a hard journey. You know, I, I got my first second place finish in a national show back when I raced um, with TRD. You know, years ago, and we were close then. 
And now just ever since then, it's just been close, close, close. But I feel like once we finally break that barrier, it's just like anything else. I feel they're like I feel like they're just going to start. So yeah, I feel, I feel like it. Um, like I said, I feel like we have tons of speed right now and just multiple different cars. The 7U is awesome, always. You know, I've ran the shop house car. We were really good there. We had a lot of speed. Um, and just any other midget like Kevin Reeves' midget this weekend. We were second last night. We had a good run. We were just a little tight last night. But, I mean, just, just stuff, you know, just needs to line up for us, and, and we're just trying to make it happen. Are you the type of driver that likes those cowboy up tracks, those really get get the elbows up, or are you more of like you really like the smooth track with the cushion to lean on? So I've, I've won a ton of races down in Texas, you know, on just dry, slick, nothing to get a hold of because that's all they had down there. You know, that's what I grew up on. Um, and then, you know, we, we get some cowboy up tracks, um, and, and I, I enjoy those too because that does make the driver matter. It makes it, it not just hold the gas down and turn left, you know what I mean? Right. So you get a rut in there, and it's like you got to work it. And you get too tight, you get over the cushion, whatever it is. Um, so I do enjoy just multiple different tracks. Obviously, not the rubbered up one lane. Right, that's right, that's right, awful. Yeah. So if I got to choose one or the other, I'd rather be cowboy up because you got to be on the gas. You got to be up on the. Uh, you got to have your elbows up, and you got to just run it like like as hard as you can. Last year, you were kind of hit and miss with the seven U, the trifecta team. Like you guys raced some, you didn't really chase after mm. anything in particular. There comes out this big release of this extreme midget deal, and all of a sudden it's like the 7U is all in. Right. Um, was that a decision made by Steve? Was it something that you guys kind of conversed about with Janky Bobby? Like, what all? What made that the main thing to go, you know what, the time is now, the 7U is on the road? Well, so so the extreme deal is um, just really approachable for what we like to do, or well, what Steve and, and State and the 7U is about, which is um, trying to hit, well, normally we did try to do like 15 to 20 to 25 nights a year. Um, now we're looking more like 30, 35 uh, with the extreme deal, but, but it made it approachable to prepare because the tracks were, the, the dates were so spread out, but it was a national touring series. So you could take a week off here and there and then go hit, you know, extreme. And mm -hmm. then you go take another week or two off, go hit extreme again. So it give you time to, you know, read, redo everything and, and, and just get, get ready for whatever's next uh, like like with you and power it's like they're racing every weekend which is great i wish we could do that too and um, that would that's like the ultimate goal for us is or for me and jackie bobby is just to go race all the time um steve's trying to get there to where we can do that and and i'm more appreciative than for, for i'm more appreciative of him than ever and staten as well to let us try to go chase this deal um just because i know it's not easy i know it's not cheap you know what i mean I, I, for them to support us to go do that is huge and and it's another thing is it's the world of outlaws like yeah they, they want to win that championship right and so at the beginning of the year it was like well, as soon as they announced it Steve Yankee and I and Staten uh, we all sat down and said yeah let's go do this let's go see whatever we can do and, and make it happen so it's funny I really haven't announced this yet so I'm just breaking it out on Hoss Talks heck uh, yes <laughs> yes now we're talking I um I actually quit my job and um in um June no 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 it was July I quit my job and I said hey uh now if I'm gonna go race this deal like if I'm gonna go be serious about this uh, I gotta go all in and um that, that was uh quit my job and I said now's the time because you know I'm 28 years old like I'm trying right. to go I'm trying to go chase it and yeah if I don't do it now five years from now I'm gonna be like you, what if you what if you did what if you could and, and I got the rest of my life to go sit at a desk and hate what I do. Absolutely. <laughs> so, so go chase it. Go do what you can. And, and that's why I'm just jumping in and out of everything I can get into, just just to go race. So that explains a lot. And, I mean, like I said last night, talking to you uh, at the racetrack was like you're spending a lot more time in Tulsa. Right. Um, so that kind of explains it all. Looking forward, like you, you've gotten to go to Millbridge. Like you've mm. gotten to go some, to some tracks that like – 
a lot of guys want to go run out. Like, you see them running carts there. Did you ever think, like, Millbridge would be a track where you'd be, like, going to run a midget at? So, I saw Millbridge. I guess it was their inaugural race. Um, I guess it was a couple years ago now. Yeah. And I was like, that track is way too small for midgets, you know. And then we get there, and it's it's just like port pretty much. I mean, yeah. it's small. Don't get me wrong, but it, it's racy. Um, and, and when we got there, and that's not typically my cup of tea just because, you know, I grew up racing quarter miles back home. Right. You know, it's not, not eighth miles, you know. So, um, we go out there and, you know, we second, we set second quick time on the very first World of Outlaw, you know, extreme series night. And we were like six thousandths off quick time. And so that was huge for us. And just seeing that place was, was really cool. And, and then racing was even cooler. Um, you had to bang the fence down. I remember we were rolling around there and somebody was just getting after it on the fence. And I was rolling around about fifth or sixth in the A on one of the nights. And somebody was, they had, they had a red. And I remember seeing Bobby and I was like, there's no way he finishes that race. And, and sure enough, like the, after the red's over, we take the green again and he's the next caution, just stuffed it up there. But I mean, that's what you got to do. Yeah. These national shows, you're on the gas. I mean, obviously he went by us because he was right. just up on the wheel, but then it just didn't work out. But that's, that's what I'm t- saying is those national deals, just no joke, no joke. Let's talk a little bit about the relationship with you and Janky Bobby. Sure. Um, I feel like it has upped your game a little bit. And it's up to his a little bit because you guys have both learned from each other. Like, right. what what has that relationship been like? Do you remember the first time working with, with him turning the wrenches? Um, do you recall it? And what's it been like just working with him? I know you live together. You freaking drink Mountain Dews together. <laughs> yeah. White Claws, Trulies. <laughs> yeah, whatever we get a hold of. Uh, whatever you get a hold of. But what, what's that like? What's that been like? And do you feel like being in the moment and being – that tight knit that that helps you in the long run whenever yeah. it comes down to racing right absolutely um you know me and I, i've known her jakey for a while just just known of him working around race cars and whatnot and then um steve said hey uh bobby's gonna come help us this weekend it was i-44 uh, last year sometime and i was like cool great because i've heard good things i've never worked with him but i heard great things about him and sure enough we clicked right off the bat like just like how we like to do things how we talk our communication is and everything like that and that's huge you know when you click with somebody you know it's not like standoff it's like oh, i don't really agree with how yeah. he's doing that you know we, we were on top of each other right there and then we went out one that first night so it was like it obviously clicked and we were great and then um ever since then you know we just we, we had a really great friendship and on and off the track i mean we've had things like some some things not go great like at the racetrack right. one night and then we'll get in like we'll talk about what happened and then We'll agree to disagree sometimes on some stuff, but I mean, most of the time it's just a great relationship and, and yeah, absolutely. Like you said, he's helped me a bunch with just talking to me about how maybe I should drive, you know, how he thinks, oh, that you should do this, do this, do this, and I'm, like maybe ways of, I didn't really think about that. And then I also in the same turn, like I, I've, I feel like I've helped him with, with ways to do things as well. And yeah, I think we do feed off each other's energy when it comes down to racing and just having a good time. And like you said, how how do you become approachable? Just just like that. Just yeah. like people want to come race with Jackie Bobby and Kyle Jones just because we have a good time and we're fast. You know, we yeah. have we have good speed. Um, so it's it's uh that that's I'm really appreciative for everything he's done for me. Like you said, we're living together now. Without him, probably wouldn't be up here. Or it'd definitely be a lot more expensive for me. <laughs> so right. so um, we we've really clicked off, and I'm I'm just uh, really appreciative of everything he's done and he's put into this. And he's 100 percent in, just like I am. That's and that's the whole thing too, right? Finding somebody that's going to buy into your program yes. and buy into the mindset to have four guys with the with the seven U team. Um, yourself and, and, and Janky Bobby just buying into the whole thing 
How big of a confidence booster is that whenever you roll into these national races and you have these, what is it, like three or four super teams, as we quote-unquote right. call them, you know, knowing that you're going against some big-budget teams. And not to say that you guys are a minimal team, sure. that you guys are a lesser of a team, right. but to know that you guys are basically ballers on a budget right. rolling in there and being able to compete with those drivers. Yeah, yeah, and, that, and that's what pretty much why Steve kind of went all in just because he was like he saw what we could do with what we had and and we're competing you know we might not be winning races yet but we're right there top tens and right on top of everybody and and it's just like well what we do with this much more and this much more and and we've gotten better and better and better more and more and more like a a better program you know what i mean and and as far as like the super teams you know we we go out there and compete with them no matter what you know if it, it we're we don't look at them as like oh man i wish we could be as fast as them we think we are we're, we're really close on, yeah. on some of that stuff we just need you know breaks going our way here and there and then and the, other, the big thing with the super teams or the big teams is they have just the notebook of being at the racetracks that we haven't been to yet and that's the cool thing about the extreme series is it's tracks that really nobody's been to right except for you know right here in our backyard here coming mm-hmm. up in october um so really looking forward you know to that like having actual racetracks that we have a notebook on and how a good notebook on like, like we've won at i-44 we've been close here at poor a couple of times and it and um so that that's it'll be it'll be nice to see where we stand on that on that level but as far as like the super team thing I, we're we're solid i feel like so the whole mustache came into play just to, it, it hasn't been that long really right right, right. Like, but about like, a year or so about a year or so and like it just came out of the blue is this something that you've always wanted to do as a kid because like me i noticed this morning whenever i was shaving my stubble that i've been working on for six months over here like i kind of got that all cleaned up because i knew i was going to have you on the show right but i was looking and i I like i got like a i got like a i I sat there for an hour and tried to (laughs) twist it up i got can we zoom in on that can you guys see my curls i'm trying but like is it something that you were like watching an old western one day and you're like oh (laughs) yellowstone i want to be like it's tombstone Tombstone, <laughs> I like pizza too. I mean, it's DiGiorno. It's <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah. So no, no, no. Uh, my buddy um, Keith Martin with BNK Windows. Shameful plug. Um, him and my other buddy Kale Parsons. They got they are Kale Parsons. He's gonna give me crap for saying the S now. Um, they've got these mustaches, right? So I'm like, man, I can't grow a beard. Like I can grow this thing, but I can't grow it yeah. on the side. So I was like, man, I got. I want to. I'm gonna try that and see what it does. And all of a sudden, it was like. It was sticking like people were starting to remember me. Oh, you got the mustache, and then it went crazy at Chili Bowl. Yeah, so it was like I got to keep it now because it's right. just memorable. It makes right. makes people remember you and stuff. Oh yeah, Kyle. Jo- oh, the kid with the mustache or guy yeah, with mustache, yeah. whoever it is. Yeah. So it's like yeah, that that was why. I, uh, just just did it just for show for for once and for the first time, and then it was like oh, I got to keep it now because everybody's like putting it and and my name in the same sentence, so they're yeah. they're reminding themselves of who I am, and it. It just uh, it makes you different. Makes you different. Yeah, makes you stand out in the yeah. crowd. And, and Martin sticks out like a sore sore thumb in whatever crowd he's Yeah, had. but that's for a different reason. It doesn't matter if it, if it's <laughs> if he's by himself or he's with his smoking hot wife and cute little kids. Like he he sticks out in the freaking crowd. So right. shout, a shameless plug. No matter like I'm 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 a fan of his kind of sort a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's talk real quick Tulsa. Like Tulsa's the mecca of, like, micro racing and just, like, racing in general almost, right? Like, you get Indy and you get Gasoline Alley and you get all that cool stuff, sprint cars and IndyCar and everything else. But it's like we're we're almost the same way here in the Midwest, right? Right. Do you remember your first trip to, like, the expo for shootout or for 
I mean, I know you're you're going to have to dig deep and scratch in the bucket, <laughs> right, right? Right. But do you do you remember some of those times of like coming to these big races and now like you're one of the I don't want to say like the dark horses, but you're you're in the list of the names. It's like oh, this guy and this guy and this guy and and Kyle Jones. They're going to be fast this weekend. Right. They're passing cars in this in this shootout. Right. Oh, here comes Hoss with flow. <laughs> You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Um, so I mean, my first shootout, you know, being back home in Texas, it was it was uh, like '08 or it was '07. It had just turned one or the other, or it was right there at it. Anyway, um, we ran restrictor, and I'd never ran restrictor before, and it was probably my fifth or sixth micro race ever, because you know back home we didn't have restrictors. It was just you know micros. Yeah, it was they they had just started the series and whatnot. So I ran my first race there, and actually I was the number 14. The only other time I've ever ran for myself with, like, I guess there's two other times, but um, number 14 and went out there and, and uh, ran, made the A my first year there. Um, me and Blake Hahn in the B main in the restrictor class went 1-2 and then made the A, and then I can't remember what we did after that. We had the car so so tight, I remember that, but uh, we finished probably 15, 16th, whatever it was. But the Expo, my first time ever being there, was actually in 07, the Chili Bowl it just turned 07. It was Chili Bowl, and, and Stewart won that year. And me, my stepdad, and my mom came up and, and uh, sat there and watched, you know, the, the uh, Saturday night, Saturday's, you know, events. And I just thought it was the coolest thing ever. I was like, they're racing in January? Like, I never, I, I didn't even know what a midget was at that point, really. And I was like, let alone it's an open wheel car and it's inside of a, a, a building. I was yeah. like, yeah, let's go check it out. And I remember it was freezing cold that year. It iced over and whatnot. Right. And then um, just seeing it all was really cool. But, I mean, looking back, that kid that was watching that wouldn't have thought probably that we would have ran nine of those things right now. Yeah. I think I'm at eight, actually, somewhere right in there. But, yeah, just crazy to think that, like, back then it's like I've ran the last eight in a row, and it's just pretty wild. And then made made it to the B last year and, you know, three spots out of the A main. And, uh, like, we've been close. And they would be, that that's probably the ultimate goal right now is just to get to the A of Chili Bowl. And, right. and just Because and, we're close. We could do it, I feel like. It's just got to have things. And Chili Bowl is such about luck, too. Exactly. Just things going your way. So, um, yeah, the, the Expo is something else. And like you said, it's, it's, it's to me, Tulsa, that's the mecca of, of midget racing. Like you said, it's, it's – Tulsa is is midget racing. They compare they compare like uh, Chili Bowl to like oh this is our Super Bowl our Daytona 500. Right. I, I just often wonder and this is totally off off cuff but I often wonder if like Drew Brees or like Tom Brady are ever like man we're finally going to the Super Bowl this is like our Chili Bowl this is like <laughs> our Chili Bowl man we're finally we're going back to Super Bowl I like, hope so like the Cowboys Dallas Cowboys we're finally going back to Super this is like our Chili Bowl right, man right right I just right. wonder that like, that'd be funny. I hope so. I hope they feel that way. I hope there's one guy out there at least that feels yeah. that way that knows about the chili bowl. Yeah. Like, man, this is cool. Yeah, this, we're is, going like, this is like our chili bowl, man. <laughs> you know, that'd be right. pretty cool. Yeah. On the road, up and down the road, do you have like a go-to snack, a go-to beverage? I know Mountain Dew's like your your soda of choice. Yeah, yeah. Um, so staying with Janky Bobby, he doesn't let me eat anything. So because he he, <laughs> wa- he wants me to be as skinny as possible to race with the rest of these horse horse jockeys that don't weigh anything. <laughs> And um, he's he's actually got me down ten pounds since I've since I moved in, because um, he feeds me buckets of ice for dinner every night, and that's about it. So um, that's not, lies. <laughs> I've seen you guys going to Roosevelt's and going down to Nola's. Oh, uh, okay. So there are some nights that are, that are okay that are better than others. But um, but no, not really any snacks, man. I'm not really a big snack guy. Um, Mountain Dew for sure. That that gets me through the day. Um, that I've been trying to get off that and get more towards the Propel. 
you know, yeah. propelled uh, water, sugar, sugar-free right. water. And actually, it's not too bad. So um, another plug that has nothing to do with sponsoring me or anything, but hopefully someday. <laughs> someday. You never know. You could have propelled down the side that's, of the car. That's right. That's right. Um, and we'll do it for a fair price. That's right. You can email us at www.dirtcrowd.com forward slash Kyle Jones. Another plug. Not another plug. Another plug. We love it. We dirt love plugs. Crowd, dirt Crowd something really cool and uh, something yeah. simple. I mean. Um, a lot of people don't think of the expenses as just a driver, right? let alone as a team and everything else that goes into it. So if you folks haven't already, check out dirtcrowd.com. Um, a lot of great drivers on there, a lot of great folks, including Kyle. Um, check it out. Shameless plug there to our buddies over at Dirt Crowd. Um, and growing up, you've been around this a long time. You've been at it a long time. My show's directed towards... Um, Younger kids, really, right? Like micro world. I'm I'm the micro announcer. I'm the micro. I don't and I don't care. I love it. Like I absolutely right. love what I get to do. But there's a lot of kids that need the advice. There's a lot of kids that get that get bullied or they get shamed because they come to Port City and they don't run well or they they get in the car one week and all they seem to do is spin out. Um, words of wisdom, words of advice to a young up and coming driver. What would you say to them right now? Um, don't give up. Um, I've, I've been in situations where, you know, it gets tough and, uh, it, 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 you know, for whatever reason, things might not feel like they're going your way and they do get better. Um, Port City, if you're racing right here is one of the hardest tracks to race out in the country and you've got to keep that in the back of your head. Um, just the fact that if you're doing well here, that's huge. And, and if you're not, then you're going to get better. The more you race with great guys that race here, um, don't ever turn down an opportunity. Um, it, or, or it don't ever think you're too good for something. I've hopped in some, some different pieces of equipment, let's just say, and just drove as much as I could and everything as possible, as hard as I possibly could, um, regardless if it was a, you know, a modified, a, a sprint car, midget, dwarf car, mod light. I've driven a lot of different stuff, and never once have I been like, man, that's, I don't really want to do that. I'm, I'm too good for that. Right. Don't ever be too good for an opportunity. There you go. Don't give up. Never be too good for any opportunity. It's been Kyle Jones right here on Haas Talk. Talk about the 